You're listening to the Yoga Magic Podcast with host Ashley Sondergaard. Do you remember that first time you took a yoga class? Lying in Shavasana thinking, what is this magic? For me, yoga opened the door to a life full of self-discovery and self-care. This show shines a light on what is possible when you invest in your well-being. And not only for you, but for everyone around you. I interview women in the space of healing, spirituality, beauty, wellness, and of course, yoga. This community of listeners is excited to expand their minds, open new doors, be honest, and sometimes take a big old handstand fall on the way. My hope is that this show gives you a library of accessible new practices that fill up your soul and open your mind. Not all will be perfect for you, but that's the best part. Trying it on and finding your personal favorites. This is Yoga Magic. Thanks for listening. Hello and welcome to Yoga Magic Friends. I'm your host, Ashley Sondergaard. Thanks so much for tuning in. This is a show that is meant to provide you with tons of resources for self-care and self-discovery. We talk a lot on this show about manifestation and how that relates to self-care. And I've talked, you know, about this before, about the idea of getting into the vibration of what you want to call in. It's so key to building your dream life, but sometimes it's hard to know, you know, how to do that. What does, what does that look like? What do we even want? So today's guest is shedding a lot of light on this. I think you're going to really enjoy it. I get to hear from a lot of really awesome coaches like today's guests that do amazing work, but frankly, you know, they can kind of sound redundant, but there are certain guests and coaches that really stick out to me. And today's guest, Amanda Merritt, is one of those. Amanda's journey started really as humble beginnings as a spirituality blog back in 2013 to today, she's coaching CEOs, entrepreneurs, and celebrities on how to follow their intuition and literally create their dream life. You know, I want to create a dream life. (laughs) I feel like I'm getting there. I'm in the right direction. And sometimes just some cheerleading, some redirection, some pointers is all I need to get back on track. So today's conversation is totally those things. In this episode, we talk about how to embrace true self-love. We talk about what a quantum shift is, how to visualize your outcome, your expectations for that outcome when you're planning for the future, how to incorporate more spirituality with action. She gives so many specific action steps to tuning into magic on a really daily basis and also getting real and dreaming big. (laughs) Thanks again for tuning into this show. We're here every Thursday, sometimes some bonus episodes. Make sure to hit subscribe and follow along on Instagram at Yoga Magic Podcast. And finally, if you want to be the first to learn more about upcoming events, episodes, all the good stuff, hop on our email list and you'll get a free Discover Your Self-Care Style mini course. More information on that in the show notes. All right, everybody, let's chat with the amazing Amanda Merritt. Welcome, Amanda. I'm so, so excited. We've been serendipitously brought together and I'm really excited to Mm. learn some of the things that you have to share. How are you? Hi, Ashley. Thank you so much for having me on the show. And I love that you said serendipitously, because I feel like everything is on purpose. You know, it's like every, every person that comes on my journey, every person we meet is for a reason. So I mm-hmm. definitely I agree. That. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd love to just hear your story, just a little about yourself, how you got to do the work that you do today and how really you're really stepping into that sh- shiny, bright spot that you're in right now. Yeah. Um, so loaded question. So many, so many things <laughs> I could say on this, but yeah, uh, I'll just share some of what I'm being shown to share for your audience and things like that is too, is 
So I, uh, I started out in corporate America years ago, years ago and climbed the ladder. I was there for seven years and about halfway through my time, I worked in a staffing firm. So I was doing staffing and recruiting, mm-hmm. but I held a bunch of different roles. I climbed my way up to, to leadership. I always had my eyes set on success. And I believe that's always why I've been able to create success. No matter what I pretty much tap my, my wand to is because I'm just very focused and determined. Like there's no other way, like there's yeah. no other option. Really. I've always been that kind of person, very stubborn where I, uh, I don't really like to listen to other people. <laughs> I like to do my <laughs> own thing. And, you know, here's the thing is I believe anyone listening to this, um, we're here to pave a new path and to go our own way to be leaders. And it does call us to step outside of what other people know to be true or realistic. We'll put that in air quotes. Mm-hmm. And so I've, I've, I've been on this journey for an, enough time to have solidified within myself that I follow my own guidance over everybody else, even if it's crazy, right? So about halfway through my corporate experience, I, I had some multiple moments where I had this realization that I felt like I was just meant to do something a lot more in the world, something with more more purpose and meaning to it, in that my corporate stint was for a short period of time and not meant to last forever. Cause I did love it at one point. I, I, um, I was passionate about what I was doing, people I was working with, but I got to this point where a few things happened and I, I looked around and I'm like, man, the higher I climb this ladder, the more I feel like people aren't actually fulfilled or happy. And right. the things that they're stressing out about, I don't want to spend the rest of my life doing this. This mm-hmm. just feels like not the vibe, you know? So, so there's some curiosity there with, ugh, well, like what else could be possible? Because I'm not sure this is what I want to do forever. And then at the same time, I started becoming obsessed with personal development, kind of on my own. I just, I have always felt like there's more than what meets the eye and fascinated with human behavior and I always believed in angels and, and I started to open the door to law of attraction and became obsessed with that. But it was really a lot of what drove me to dive even deeper into this work was uh, struggling with my own self-worth and Mm -hmm. specifically with men, because Mm -hmm. I had my career pop in, but my love life, I felt like I was just in all these on and off dating experiences and non-committal relationships and men that really didn't see my value because I really wasn't fully actually understanding and seeing my own. And I was accepting a lot of this. I was settling Mm -hmm. (laughs) in many ways. And so that was very painful for me to experience because I'm like, okay, I feel like I have my shit together. Like, I feel like I'm successful. I take care of myself. I'm healthy. I'm, you know, I take care of my mindset. Like what the heck, what is like, what what's the deal is, am I mm-hmm. just not meant for some of my life to, to have everything? Like I had those thoughts before and, you know, one specific experience who I know he was a divine appointment for me. I know he was a soulmate. Soulmates come in many different forms, not just the person we end up with, with many soulmates and many different levels and types of soulmates. And some of them are to trigger us, to shake us awake, yes. to get on the journey. <laughs> yes. So had this one beautiful man I was dating on and off. Uh, he actually like invite he he invited me to to meet him out one night, and then he was actually with another girl when I showed up and like left with with her. I mean, people we were drinking. Did he so like was, mean to do that, or was that uh, like just bad planning, or what? 
I think he was a hot, like a little bit of a hot mess. I don't think he was going <laughs> to listen to this at the time. Um, and so I had a moment where I was like, oh, hell no. Like this is the last mm-hmm. time I settle for this because I was accepting crumbs in all of my relationships mm-hmm. and letting myself be fed off them. And someone, a woman, a man, a human who knows their worth does not accept crumbs. We walk away. We're like, eh, that's not even attractive to me. Bye. You know? And so there was, I went on this whole self-love journey. And I remember just finding myself in the shelves of Barnes and Noble left with stacks of books, Wayne Dyer, Louise Hay. This was back in like, this was a long time ago. This was almost a decade ago. Now I close to that almost now, I would say maybe eight years ago. And I, eight or 10 years ago, And I, yeah, I went on this whole journey and, um, yeah, I, I had started a a spiritual blog around that time as well. And I, instead of going down with the story, I used writing as my tool for healing and sharing my message because I didn't want anyone else to go through what I went through. And I really took my mess and I turned it into something. I gave it a purpose. And so I started going on this crazy healing journey and self-love journey and and self-worth journey. And I understood that I was creating my own reality by one accepting less than what I deserve, but really getting to the root of it of, I didn't feel worthy. Otherwise I wouldn't, those, again, those things wouldn't be attractive to someone if you know your worth, right? right? Yeah. And same with anything, same with, you know, when you're settling for less than a job or in your business, like a part of your business that you are clinging to, that's not working for you anymore, or an opportunity, uh, yeah, business partnership, a collaboration, a relationship. And so once I started to let go of those things, I had massive transformation and my blog, people started finding me. I started taking it to Instagram, giving you cliff notes here. And then people started asking how they could work with me. And that's how my business was born before most people were even in on life coaching. I didn't even like, I didn't know any life coaches at the time, really. Yeah. So this was back in, I think I took my first paying client. Well, I started things a little bit before that, but I think I took my first client in 2014. Okay. So, yeah, so it's been a bit. And so it's evolved from there. Now my private practice, now I serve people from all over the world. And there's a lot of steps in between, of course, challenges, growth, opportunities. But now in my private practice, it's really cool because I have the opportunity to serve people who have really large impact on the world, mm-hmm. such as people who are in the public eye, musicians, public figures. And um, but then in my my daily, I train spiritual coaches and I support female entrepreneurs as well um, in other ways. So there's like different tiers to this kind of support that I offer. But it all started from that. It started from taking my pain and giving it purpose. And I could have never imagined that it would lead me here because it wasn't my goal. I was just following my heart. Mm -hmm. It really, yeah. You attracted it without even realizing. I love, I want to touch on a couple of things because I just like, I, this is weird, but like, I believe what you're saying. Sometimes when people say stuff like this, I'm like, Okay, I've heard it, but like the I feel your authenticity in what you're yeah. telling us, and that's so real and that's palpable, right? Like we need that in order yeah. to be inspired. And yeah. yet, you said, you know, early on, you're like, I'm doing all the right things. I'm taking care of myself. I'm working on my mindset. I'm working hard. You know, I'm doing all the things. And there was that self-love piece that was really missing. So then what were the steps that you took in order to specifically address that self-love? Absolutely. So one of the most powerful tools that we can grab a hold of 
a lot of things that I teach are really living life from the lens of our higher self and our, our soul. I believe that we're in these bodies for a short period of time and we have an opportunity to grow on a massive scale when we can live our life in accordance to this. So here's one of the things that a really great tip that I teach and that I lit, like I live by this shit because (laughs) I care about my happiness. And also I want to grow. I don't want to stay stuck. I don't want to keep attracting these things. No one does. Right. So like let's nip this shit in the bud. Mm -hmm. I'm one of those people that's like, how can we we be efficient with this? And it works. So what you want to do is, I mean, of course, when we get triggered, things come up, feel everything, feel what you need to feel with it. Emotion is just energy that wants to move out of our body. And I start to now when I get triggered by something, uh, because it's not like I'm perfect. Sometimes, you know, that will get might it might get triggered in a different way, right? Where it's like, oh, I didn't feel enough because I got rejected for this or that. Like we all go through things. We're human, right? It's just a lot easier now. I don't take it personal. It's a lot easier. I'm like, oh, what do I need to look at here? So You know, for example, if I could go back to who I was then and having those experiences, it's like instantly, this could be the moment that I learned the lesson. If I choose to learn the lesson, if I choose to take responsibility. And so instead of in that moment, blaming somebody else, although we want to hold people accountable for their actions and we don't have to keep that around. Right. But it's like, okay, well, what did that trigger inside of me? Well, it triggered me feeling not enough. Okay. Well Mm. then I can further unravel this and say, well, what did I want him to give me that I'm not giving to myself already? I'm wanting him. I'm wanting his validation. I'm wanting his love. I'm wanting his approval. I'm wanting him to choose me. Well, am I choosing me in this moment or am I forsaking myself, abandoning myself by going down with a story that I'm not worthy, which is not ever true for anyone it's just a story we tell ourselves. We give it meaning by those experiences, right? Our human brain attaches a meaning, assigns a meaning to that. It's like, oh, he didn't choose me. He had chose her. That must mean I'm not enough. Actually, no, it doesn't. We can only create the meaning and the perception that we assign these experiences, right? Mm-hmm. So now for me, it's when something gets triggered, it's like, oh, what do I need to give myself? Where, where am I allowing my power to be taken from me? And where am I putting expectations on somebody else to love me when only I can do that from inside? And so I started to, I started to ask myself, okay, where, what do I need to give to myself in this moment? What, and I'll sit and reassure myself and give myself the unconditional love, no matter if I'm snot crying, no matter if I'm (laughs) feeling horrible that day or whatever, I will give myself the thing that I'm seeking from someone else. And then when we do that in time, it's going to be a commitment, a practice, or it's a, it's a lifelong commitment, but it's not, to me, it's not hard work anymore. To me, it's like, it's everything, you know, otherwise we live in chaos and keep creating it. Right. And so what, what I noticed happened over the years is I stopped attracting those kinds of men into my life because I wasn't available for it anymore. I wasn't vibrating the frequency that they were on anymore. Mm-hmm. And if it came along, I just wasn't interested at all anymore. Right. And so outside of working on loving myself, I had to start saying no to the things that I knew were not in alignment with self-love. So I had to actually stop texting those people back. People miss the steps sometimes. <laughs> right. like, well, mm-hmm. we have to take action too and stop playing in that vibration. Um, and this again, goes, goes for anything when it comes up. I believe everything, I believe that life is always trying to help us prepare us for what we're asking for. And so these little opportunities to heal things or look at things are literally just filling up those places 
where we don't feel enough with love. And then now, then we're better able to be on the vibration of those things to attract them in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking too, like, okay, there's just so many different things (laughs) that we could call in that we're like, okay, like how am I like addressing the self-love piece of what you're saying? So you say you work with spiritual entrepreneurs, you work with people like me who are working really hard to bring their message out and to share. And sometimes there'll be a strategy. There'll be something you'll try and it just flops. And you're Uh like, what did I, like, what didn't I do here? What would be your suggestion? Like what step would you take when something like that? Just like, you think you're doing it, but clearly it, something wasn't aligned there. Yeah. Well, the first thing that I would say to that is everything to me always does come down to the energy that we are being. So traditionally people will come to me when they are very left brain and more in the hustle, more in the strategy (laughs) and yeah. And no matter who they are. Right. And they want to experience more of the magic of life. And I say the magic of life, the foundation for it is how we are feeling about ourselves and the energy that we are exuding and the beliefs that we hold too about what's possible. Um, so for me, if a strategy is flopping or failing, there's something more than just the strategy that needs to be tended to, right? It's what is, let's look at what's under the hood. Let's look at what you are feeling towards the thing that you're creating. Are you actually following your intuition when you launch the thing? Like, did it actually feel aligned to you to launch the Mm -hmm, thing? mm -hmm. Or was it something that someone else told you to do? Um, that you're following somebody else's blueprint and it actually never felt aligned. Cause I get that a lot from people. They're like, I never actually wanted to do this. My co- my former coach was telling me I had to do it this one way. And I'm like, I don't do my business and I don't do what people tell me to do. If it doesn't feel good ever, ever, because if we do, then we're going against our intuition, which is literally our internal compass for success. And sometimes that's not going to look logical. Like I've literally had six figure launches with no sales page before. And everyone says, you have to have one. I, I didn't, I didn't feel during that launch. I needed one. So all I yeah. had was a type form, you know, and that was the first time I launched my certification program four years ago. And it was a well over six figure launch with no sales page. My intuition said I didn't need one. So I didn't want one. I didn't have one. I talked about it a lot on social, but I didn't have actually a buttoned up strategy. I know that Mm -hmm. might piss people, some people off, but I did it. No, that's such a good example. And actually that's funny because that's kind of how I feel about social. I'm like, could I do this without having to be a cog to the, to the social media, like man in some way. And I like intuitively know that I can, it's just a matter of like, okay, be brave enough, be brave enough to do it, to be, you know, to be aligned in that way. That's, I love, that's a really good example. Thanks for bringing that up. Yeah. Well, it's also our expectation. Like I can't tell you how many times I've manifested things filling when it didn't seem like it was going to Mm -hmm. from literally from sitting, connecting energetically and through the law of expectation and assumption found a way to tap into my energy to be able to literally call them in. Like I, I could get myself in a state where I just started expecting people to apply and expecting really good people to apply. Like I would write down exactly the kind of people I wanted and exactly how I wanted the enrollment calls for my manager. Cause she does takes the calls for me for my certification. And, uh, so I would visualize that we would get really clear together on what exactly how we wanted the lunch to feel, how we wanted the calls to feel, how we wanted the clients to feel, how we wanted everything to go and look. And then it's my job to get energetically aligned 
And to, I would literally sit and just imagine and expect that they would, I'd get deep into like a quantum visualization meditation. And then I, I literally had a moment where there was like a pause in applications. And then we had like a ton of people come in after that and end up booking the launch out. And so it's like, it's for me, it's always been a lot of the energetics. It's the energetics. And then they're the, the action too, would you say? Of course. Yeah. And then I follow what my action is. So here's some good steps to do if you want to incorporate more of the spiritual into your practices, because we definitely do need a strategy and, and to be able to show up and to speak about it. People need to know about your services, right? So, but it might just be, sometimes it could be a little atypical because there's so many different ways clients could flow. I've, I've met clients in bathroom lines, hair salons, all over the mm-hmm. place in my town and through social and through TikTok, and through Instagram, and through referrals. And so like, you know, you have to constantly, I'm always putting myself out there, but it's very flowy. It's like, oh, I feel called to do a video on this today. So here's one thing that you could do. And, you know, I'm, I'm not religious, but I am very spiritual. And I believe in a higher power and I believe in angels. And I believe in lots of different support around us if we pray and ask. So what you could do is get a journal out in the morning and connect to what you want to pray to the universe for. Like, please help me with this launch or please help me attract a really high paying client or please help me to uh, download the title for my book. And so I like to write the hand, write them down because I can feel so much energy through like just adding that little extra layer rather than just saying it. And then what I do is I take time after I write them down to meditate on each one. And then I ask for guidance. What steps do I need to take today in order to get that video popping on TikTok or Mm -hmm. to get more clients and exposure? What do I need to do to connect to call in this home I'm manifesting right now, which is true. Um, And what do I need to do? And then I'll sit and anything that comes to me, I will write it down. Anything at all, even if it doesn't make sense even if I feel like nothing's flowing to me that morning, but half the time things flow and it's like, do a video on this. And I just feel what it is. And so I start to listen to this and this takes practice, right? Practice and dedication to opening things up more, but I just don't believe we don't have to do. There's another way, right? Like there's, there's people who wait in line and do things the way everyone else does them, Mm -hmm. but that doesn't quite cut it for me. Like I want the magic I want. There's a back door you know, with the universe, there's a VIP line. And I just choose to know that my clients and I can tap into these things because there is another way that's atypical and that things can flow easier. So then, you know, I might do a video on this or a video on that and make the invitation, or I might just, it might be like, girl, you got to get your mindset going. Like I might Mm -hmm. get guidance. Like you need to sit down. Your mind is like to shit this morning. Like, let's get it back in alignment. (laughs) And you know, I had my book title drop in during a walk three days after I prayed for support. And I'd been asking for a book title for a long ass time, like probably a few weeks, few months. No, not a few weeks. That's that's not true. A few months, like Mm -hmm. more, more time. And all of a sudden I was driving or I was walking through my town and it dropped in and it hit so hard that I knew I'm like, this is the title. (laughs) And I even reached out my phone, boxered my mentor. And she's like, oh my gosh, you just, that was a download. She's like, I have chills everywhere. I'm like, I know, I know it was a download. Right. So, so daily asking the universe for support, your higher power for support, then listening and writing things down and then 
taking action on those things right away. Right away. I totally agree. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is so, oh man, I'm going to, this is giving me a lot of inspiration because you, with all of this stuff and all of this growth, you kind of ebb and flow, right? Like there's times you're like, I'm magnetic AF, like I'm rocking this. Yeah. And right now, like I'm manifesting birth, like this, this third, like major amazing birth. And you're, you're reminding me that what I did the last time to manifest it perfectly as I had envisioned was exactly that process, writing it down, visioning it out, really listening to like what steps need to take. So this yes. is like so divinely time of like, oh yeah, you know how to do this. This is yeah. hard work, but we know how very easily to do it. Yeah. It takes consistency with that yeah. as well, you know, and reminding ourselves that. And You know, I, there's also sometimes we're, again, we're getting prepared for things. So if you're like, man, I have so much resistance to manifesting this thing, this money, this client, this experience, well, then maybe there's something you need to look at or lean into and feel and know that it's okay. Like in manifesting, a lot of times you think like, oh, I have to have positive thoughts all the time. Well, no, that's not exactly true because if we're ignoring how we're feeling, then we're going to delay our the manifestations because things that come up, come up to leave. They come up to be liberated from our, like a story or a belief is coming up to be felt, to pass through, to be cleansed of in our system. Mm -hmm. So I always say like, you know, some mornings when you're doing this exercise or you don't feel like it, cause you feel like shit, do it anyways, because Mm -hmm. whatever's coming up for you is perfect. You know, some people are like mantras don't work. Affirmations don't work they work. If, if they're triggering you good, lean in to why that is triggering you or, or making you uncomfortable lean in. Cause there's probably a story, a belief. And so when you're saying it, it catches, it's showing you exactly what you need to look at. Mm-hmm. And eventually we'll move beyond that and free open the channels. I'm seeing open the channels to the delivery of the desire. Mm-hmm. I want to talk a little about uh, the idea of the quantum shift and like what that, what that is. I say these words sometimes. I don't think I actually understand at all what that means. Can you yeah, explain it? A- absolutely. So, okay. There are many different realities available to each of us. When we come into these bodies, life is not predictable. It's not life is not there's, we come into these bodies and we have an aim, a goal, maybe um, a, a purpose, a mission that some of us came here to, uh, to fulfill. And we're going to know, cause it's going to be undeniable. You're going to feel the calling, right? It's like you knew you wanted to start a, a podcast and that pull was probably pretty strong inside of you. Same mm-hmm. with me with the blog, all these things, right? It, the pull has always led me forward. The desire, you can't miss it, right? It's going to come in so strong. However, how we execute that, how we deliver it, how we create it in the world is up to us. Timing is up to us. It's our growth is up to us. And so we're not limited to just one life. We have free will. And so there's literally a field of potentials of infinite possibilities in every single day, every single hour, every single second, every single moment. And when we shift our energy, we become available for whatever we want. If you knew that there's a field of infinite possibilities that you could just tap into and choose, and you gave yourself permission to dream that big, to understand that you can create everything and beyond and more, and you're really, truly not limited in that, but it does require us to stretch our mind and open our mind to the possibilities. It's like, they remind me this, 
And even the, the one thing that you want to manifest, there's not just one way to have it come to you. There's infinite doors that could open for that you to be pulled into that reality. There's infinite people, infinite timelines, infinite opportunities. And it's like truly based on our free will. When we choose to go left or we choose to go right, it's going to take us down a different path. And all paths are going to lead us to, if we follow the pull inside of us, to where we're meant to go. Understanding that there's potentials in the quantum field. It's like Dr. Joe always says this. I very much align with his work as well. Same. Um, I don't follow a lot of teachers. He's one that I follow. I feel like we are family on some level because <laughs> we both are obsessed with a lot of the similar topics. He just teaches more of the science of it. But, you know, even Dr. Joe said, said something, I went to an advanced retreat of his. He's like, well, there's got to be a potential in the quantum field where I am having dinner with Oprah or something like that, you know, and then he'll sit and connect to the end result. We sit and we connect to how it feels to be in that experience. And then as we take the action towards becoming that version of ourselves, we immerse our senses, wake up our senses to the vision of that. And we trust the universe, then we can collapse time and essentially have a quantum shift. But if we want to experience these shifts, we have to get out of our own way mm -hmm. and work on becoming a match, an energetic match for these things, which means that the least amount of resistance that we have towards the thing, the more we can normalize it in our mind and in our energy when we're thinking about it, the closer we'll become, we will be coming to actualizing it. Mm -hmm. I hope that makes sense. It does. I mean, it's definitely like, it's like a dense topic. I love Dr. <laughs> Joe too. And I'm like, so I love to do his morning, the 24 minute, like morning meditation, right. Where cool. you get into the body and, and then you do what you're describing, right. You visualize yes. what is the end game essentially. And you get into that emotion of, of what it feels like to have, to be there. What I find hard. And often when I talk with other listeners and clients, it's like, sometimes it's hard to see what that end game even is. Like, what does that look like? You, you're like dreaming big is sometimes like, we're just, we're living sort of cautiously and we don't allow ourselves to dream big. And so what are, what steps would you have in terms of like inspiring some of that? Like, what if you just dream the biggest dream ever. Like, how do you get there? Yeah. I don't know. You know, it's, I feel like for me, it's just come natural. I'm like, let's <laughs> just, we're going all the way to the top. Like, I think there's no wrong way to dream big. What do you actually truly desire? Like if you knew you weren't limited and you could get your mind out of the way, like what would be really cool? Like what comes to mind is like, Oh, wouldn't it be cool if, or wouldn't it be nice mm -hmm. if, or wouldn't it be fun if this was the kind of life that I lived or so it's, understanding what I would do is take a look at each area of your life. Like if you could have everything, what would you actually choose if you knew that you were unlimited? And so what this also requires of us is to let go of our human identity in some way um, and let go of who we think we are, because mm -hmm. there's a lot of stories that are attached to who we think we are, right? Mm -hmm. Like, well, I've never been the kind of person that could have this so why would I even give myself permission to go there? Yeah. But the future you is not who you were five years ago, 10 years ago, even yesterday. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. So you can become whoever, right. So like one of my favorite things to do is to just like get out in different environments and start just 
traveling, going different places and seeing what you like, you know, like for me, I love luxury and I'm really unapologetic about it. Cause like we get to have everything. We're infinite. I don't believe that it's wrong to play in that possibility. I think we literally can have everything. And, you know, the physical reality is just a, a frequency. It's just an energy match to like who, where, who you want to be and like who you've become. I love fashion. I love style. I love my, my bougie car. <laughs> I love nice luxury hotels. That's, I don't, if someone else doesn't want that, then that's, then they don't want that. That's fine. Right. But I also want to live a fulfilling life in every way, right? Like fulfilling friendships, deep friendships, deep connections, um, juicy love, like all of the things that I know I'm meant to have to share as examples of what's possible for people. And so you could also just look and see like where you're, where you feel like you are limiting yourself and we get one life, right? So I love to look at homes. I like to go on Zillow and look at the most expansive home and look through it and mm-hmm. dream big with those types of things. And just, mm-hmm. you could get on Pinterest and just start exploring what would be cool. Mm-hmm. My husband is a very big dreamer and he also just peruses Zillow. <laughs> like, no, oh, I love that. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, no, that's, that is so helpful. And like, and I think, you know, I'm speaking for myself, but I think a lot of people were in sort of like the day to day, right? Like I'm in momville a lot. And so sometimes I'm like luxury, that sounds amazing, but like, that's not the reality. And yet it can be. Yes, it can be girl. Yes. Why why not? There's infinite possibilities for, for finances and wealth. Like you could invest something and have it take off and it couldn't be even unrelated to your business, right? Like you could have an investment take off to like 10 million. Why not? Mm-hmm. This is why you're good at what you do. Cause it's like, <laughs> it's like yeah, I can do that. I'm go I think great. really big. Yeah. Like when people come into my mastermind or even my client, I'm like, okay, what's your big dream? And then they'll tell me and I'm like, okay, cool. So we're going to start moving towards that then. Cause mm-hmm. a lot of times people are like, well, one day, and I'm like, well, what are we doing today to move closer to it? Yeah. And why are you putting it so far off in the future? You're delaying your own shift, reality shift by putting it, oh, one day I'll have that. Well, why the F not now? Like, why can't we start to move it closer and become that now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally agree. And, and getting in that vibration immediately so that we can just bring it that much closer and faster. Yeah, because what else could be possible if if we really believe that God, our God source, the infinite universe is unlimited. And we are just an extension on the branch of this tree mm-hmm. of life. Like we are a branch, we are an extension of source energy and a body, right? The more we remember that, the more that we remember we're soul in this body, you know, we, we come into these bodies free of all the programming that we've taken on and conditioning we've taken on here what else is possible? Like what else could be possible? And so keeping ourselves even open and unattached every day. I, so I, I like to like go on these walks where I forget, forget all of that for a minute. And I almost like untangle myself from my human experience and just get really infinite and like invite my guides and angels and the universe to help me. Like, let me let go of my mind for a second, let go of all my limitations, let go of my identity, let go of everything and expand me into my, my soul's potential, Mm. you know, and show me, show me what that potential is. I, I love to ask those questions. Like, show me. 
just visualizing like all the steps that we're going to include in <laughs> yes. the show notes here. For like, there's so many good ones. Um, I'd love to know. So we talk a lot about self-care and what that means. Like that's such a, that's such a big idea. It's so it's become so commercialized as well, but I do think it really lines up with what you're talking about in terms of like, when we value ourselves and we take care of ourselves and we truly invest in ourselves with time and energy that comes back. Do you, do you think that these, these ideas relate like that idea of self-care and success of whatever it is that you're calling in? Yes, definitely. Because, you know, anytime we're taking care of ourselves, whether it's emotionally, there's four, I, I always teach the four aspects of the human, which is the spiritual, the soul, the mental, the emotional, and the physical. When we, when we take time to care for ourselves, we fill ourselves up, right? And when we mm-hmm. fill ourselves up, we have fuel to continue to move forward, right? When we're not taking care of ourselves, it's going to be, we're not going to have much left to give anybody. Agreed. So it can be simple. It can be like little things every day. I have my certification just do this last week where it's every single day. What's one thing they can do to take care of the mental, spiritual, physical, and emotional. And sometimes the emotional is you need a good cry. Sometimes the emotional is you need to listen to some good music and like scream at the top of your lugs and just have a good laugh. Mm-hmm. or something, you know, sometimes the emotional can be, you need to connect in with your partner and connect into your love with your partner for a moment. And like, that will give you emotional fuel. Like there's right. If we can just make it so simple, it doesn't have to be a really long thing. If we can tend to our physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, again, for those listening, uh, maybe you want to write that down in your phone. It's like, <laughs> that is just a simple way to connect to taking care of yourself every day. It can be so little. And even just the intention of that, it's like, you're pouring love on yourself. Just even thinking about like, okay, maybe I can take care of myself. It's like, they're showing me a plant. It's like, we have to take care of our plants if we want them to grow and thrive. Right. Mm-hmm. We can't just not water them or put them in the dark corner of a closet. Like it needs sun. It needs tending to, I'm learning. They really like to be talked to. So <laughs> cause I've killed that. quite a few plants in my time, but the ones <laughs> in my living room right now are thriving AF. And it's so funny too. Just funny side note is the other day I was like, damn, I was like, girl, you're looking great. I was just like being very, I'm very playful. So it's like <laughs> to your, your plants. Leaves, I love Yes. This. I'm like, girl, your leaves are looking amazing. I'm like, if you even, it's like this Ivy, this beautiful, bright green. I don't really know what it is actually kind of not really. And I need something else, but I'm like, if you want to keep growing down the side of this, I feel like that I'm giving you permission. And I swear she feels, it feels like a, it feels like a feminine energy. The next day the the leaves are crisp and even brighter. And I'm like, Oh my gosh. I'm like, so then I went back up. I was like, you're looking popping today. You're looking fresh. And someone told me to talk to my plants and I stopped doing it. And it's literally working. And <laughs> imagine if we talk to ourselves in the same way, I think Tara Mackey actually said that in one of her books is oh, like, yeah. talk to yourself. Like you would a plant, you know? Um, but taking care of yourself is, is important. And I know for kids, my clients who have kids and they're also busy and whatever, it can be, it can be easy, right? Like let's let it, it can ease. be easy. I agree. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think we, we think it's going to be so tough and that's totally. why, you know, I do what I do and talk about this stuff is because it's almost, it's almost easier to say, Oh, I can't do that. than to actually just like get up and do it in a way, just like do the thing. It takes three to five minutes, whatever it is, but it makes a really big difference. The the last thing I wanted to ask 
you just is about your personal self-care practices. Like what are, you know, you talked about luxury, you talked about yeah things that, that you invest some time in. What is maybe even like a morning routine? What do you like to do? Yeah. Okay. So I live right on the beach, which was one of my biggest dreams was to have an, an ocean view spot or be really close to the ocean. And, um, I have kind of moved up the coast of California and I'm in Manhattan beach now, which is South Bay, Los Angeles. It doesn't really feel like LA. It's like its own little bubble. If anyone comes out here, you have to visit. It's such a high vibe town, but I'm, I have manifested a hope that's literally like four houses from the boardwalk. So I love to be outside. I'm like, I'm going to carpe diem the crap out of living here and, and do as much as I can. So I wanted to be really active when I moved here. So I get out a lot of times, most mornings, unless it's really cold or something like that, I get out in the morning and I go for a morning walk up and down this, they call it the strand here, which is the boardwalk. And so I put on some music that I love, or sometimes I'll put on even just like meditation music just to just be. And I use that time to visualize. Actually, I visualize my highest vision. I, I walk with confidence. I try to like one thing that I remind people of is like, we can become more confident in the places that maybe we aren't in certain areas because you know, you're growing, you're always growing out of your comfort zone by through like adjusting your posture. So I'll, I'll, you see me twerking my, (laughs) my stuff down the strand. Um, no, but, uh, I, I try to use that as like a confidence embodiment walk time and visualize myself confident in that next vision for what I have or confident in the collaborations or whatever is next for me. And then I also, sometimes I switch it up. So sometimes I'm like, you know what? I can't think about that stuff today. Maybe I woke up on the wrong side of the bed. And so I just try to then just use it as a meditative time. Like think about nothing, just be really present and in the moment and take the fresh air in, look at the ocean as I'm walking, smile at people, just like be present and connect in that. So I love to get outside because I think nature is really healing and um, if not, I'll just jump right into my day and then do no, do nothing. Right. So there's that, but then also the morning practice practice that I mentioned to you of connecting to prayer and what I want to pray for support with. I noticed when I do that magic happens when I don't do that magic doesn't happen as much. So I noticed that it works. So I'll sit down with my journal and write out what I want support with, and then take action on those things for the day. Also, sometimes there are days when I don't feel like doing crap. And that is the guidance. Actually, when I tune in, it's like, you need a day to just go be, or at least the morning. So sometimes I'll give myself that space if I don't have meetings and just do nothing. And that's like what I need for that morning. So I also think you can be intuitive with yourself, with what it is that you personally need to give yourself that day. Cause it's not always going to be the same thing either, but that's generally what I do. Yeah. It's that, it's that grace of like some days, every once in a while, like you can't get too, you know, you can make excuses like every day, but yeah, rigid or too rigid with either of these. Yeah. So simple, right? Those practices are so simple and we can, so simple. We make it complicated. Sometimes we want like the 10 step process, Hmm. twist yourself into a pretzel to, sometimes we think it has to be hard in order to be worth it. Like a lot of us hold that belief from society that anything good worthy of having is hard. And it's like, no, sometimes is it, can it take longer? Yes. And we're here for that, but can we also hold the perspective? Maybe it could be easy. Maybe it could be taking a deep breath in outside in five minutes to meditate, clear your head. And then 
the problem solves itself, Mm -hmm. you know, like, Mm -hmm. let's let it also be easy. Let's let it be easy. Yeah. So many good nuggets today, man. I'm so glad for listeners. Like I, you were not hearing this in the edit, but we broke the internet. We were having so much good conversation. We broke the internet for a while. But it's, I'm just so glad that we were connected and that you're able to share all this awesome insight for listeners that want to check out your podcast, your work, be a part of your masterminds, all the things, where can they connect with you? Yeah. So find me on Instagram or TikToks. My handle is the Amanda Merritt and then my website as well. All the information. If I am running a female entrepreneurs mastermind, depending when you hear this in the, toward the end of June. So, uh, yeah, if you feel called to learn more about what I do and stir up some magic, we're going to be playing and manifesting a lot and playing in this magic of the universe getting on our own magic carpet rides yeah. <laughs> and seeing what can be possible. Like what can we manifest and create for opportunities, for impact, for relationships, for everything. And one of my themes for that is everything she touches turns to gold. So that's what we're going to be attuning to that idea. And yeah, thank you so much for having me on. This was such a, a really fun conversation. And I always love like these aligned conversations with people <laughs> that are super on the same page. So it's so fun. So thank you, Ashley. Thank you so much. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Follow us at Yoga Magic Podcast on Instagram and be sure to subscribe to get the newest episodes each Thursday. Thanks to Amanda for being on the show. We'll see you next week, everyone. Bye.